Welcome back to Jokerman Podcast. Mm. The podcast about John Cale, but uh, won't be for long. Won't be for long. We've got a couple other uh, you know, tricks up our sleeve here towards the end, but we are, we are approaching the end of our time with Mr. John Cale. Hope, uh, hope we've treated him right. I feel like, I feel like we have. Have we done it justice? I mean, we're about to uh, talk about M Fans, the uh, remake of music for a new society. Oh, don't. It's a remake. That's re- re- okay, reimagining. Re- reimagining. I mean. Reinterpretation. Yeah. The reinterpretation. Yeah. Uh, which came out in 2016. Of course, the original came out in 1982. Uh, I'm Evan. I'm Ian. What do you think about M Fans? Well, uh, you know, I've been thinking about it a little bit recently and trying to kind of contextualize it for myself. And I do want to think about it in, you know, in, in broader terms, if we can here, because this is actually something, I don't know if you have been thinking about along these lines, but it is something that really all of our boys have done at certain points throughout their career. We've got Lou doing this and we've got Bob doing this. Berlin. Berlin, exactly. Berlin for Lou. And and Shadow Kingdom for Bob uh, are both very, you know, not uh, they, they aren't the same thing that John is doing here on M fans. But I think it's it's kind of the same thing. It is a legacy artist going back into the past, looking at material that is interesting to them for some reason. Right. Whether it is is interesting to them because it was misinterpreted when it came out berlin uh whether it's interesting to them because it's just so far from where they are at this fucking point in time that it feels like it was made by another artist shadow kingdom bob dylan uh or whether it's something that uh i don't know i mean i I guess that that's been my question is like what what is it for john in this case with music for new society that drew him back to this record i don't think that this record is bad or or shouldn't exist or is um it went wrong in any ways, but frankly, there is a world in which whatever this ended up being could have been kind of cringy, kind of a disaster. And again, that's not the world that we live in, but he, I think he took on a risk by doing this. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's a risk that is only really going to be uh, fully uh, understood for what it is by a, a tiny select few uh, relative to the listening public. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because what he's done is uh reapproached with a, a an an attempt at reinterpretation his most challenging record. Yeah. And uh that means, you know, when when we're talking about John Cale's most challenging record, uh that narrows things down in terms of who is going to be the audience um to whom this is going to be um, perceived as a risk. Uh, well, we are in that small group. It's kind of the reverse that you would expect, to be honest, because like, uh, because it's a risk, because he's returning to his most challenging album, but frankly, one of his signature albums, one of his greatest albums, those facts only being recognized by freaks, you know, for the most part, like us. Um, and he's returning to that music with a more musical, listenable kind of approach. I'm not going to say M Fans, you know, 2016 is an easy listening album by any means, but it is much more musical. It's more song focused. It's more, 
au courant of the moment, uh, less timeless, I would say, than the original. You know, it's kind of a reverse thing in that he's approaching this music and making it more musical, more listenable, you know, maybe a little easier for someone to get into from the outside. But the music that he's doing that to is music that is hallowed. All, all of that is to say, you know, that's why it's kind of a risky proposition here. Interestingly, I was doing a little reading in, in advance of this and just kind of uh, catching up on some of the reviews and the announcements and stuff. Did you know that John claims he was inspired by Lou's passing to yes. return to this project? Yeah, and it, very interestingly, I believe he commented on it being uh, informed by a kind of anger rather than a sadness, mm-hmm. frustrations and missed opportunities and so on, I think, that come with the passing of a close person. Right, yes, yeah, the... Exact quote from him, he just released a little statement along with the announcement of the album back in 2016. He said, During the making of M-Fans, I found myself loathing each and every character written about in those original recording sessions of Music for a New Society. Unearthing those tapes reopened those wounds. It was time to decimate the despair from 1981 when he recorded the album and breathe new energy, rewrite the story. Then the unthinkable happened. What had informed so much over lost and twisted relationships in 1981 had now come full circle. Losing Lou, in brackets, too painful to understand, forced me to upend the entire recording process and begin again. A different perspective, a new sense of urgency to tell a story from a completely opposite point of view. What was once sorrow was now a form of rage a fertile ground for exorcism of things gone wrong and the realization they are unchangeable. From sadness came the strength of fire. Thank you, John. I find it fascinating. I find that fascinating for a couple reasons. One, based on reading between the lines there just a little bit, it sounds like he was doing this before, like he had embarked on this project years earlier, right? Because this record came out in 2016 and Lou passed in 2011 and it, and he said he was working on this and had to upend the recording process. So he presumably had been working on this for close to a decade by the time it ended, it ended up coming out. Um, and then, uh, and then that other concept telling this story, telling the story of music for a new society from a completely opposite point of view. I don't know. Does this approach the original record in your estimation to any degree? 